Organissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair, and beauty source, and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best, straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today at www.arganissima.com. Arganissima, New York. Your beauty is our duty. John C. Morley here, and I am with my famous duo, Eric and Age. And together we make up the fabulous team of the show, Double, Double Impact. That's Welcome, it. That's everyone. Right. Happy, happy new year to everyone. Great to have you with us in 2023. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, it's been a week, right? <laughs> yeah, it's been a week. It's been a week, but I'm still saying happy new year because I think. People are still writing 2022 on their checks. So uh, if that's I, you, uh, then you probably should stop. Yeah, I think I think a lot of us can. You know, I've, I've been you know, uh, guilty of that one in the past. So, so far, so good. But I've had that problem. The bank still honors the check. So I think it'll still go through. It's a good check, right? He's got money, I hope. I mean, I'll take any check if it has money. Give me a million dollars. I'll accept it if it's 2022. So if you have so it. So I think take- people, they write the checks out to the wrong name. I said, what do you mean? Well, it's close, isn't it? I said, yeah, it's close. But like, not that's quite. not close enough. Like, it's like, I was like, you got to be at least somewhat, you have to have some part of the name in there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, it has to be right. I mean, somebody's going to have to take that money. Otherwise, you claim, oh, I never got that. I never gave them a check. You, you, you can have less letters, but not more letters, because then it becomes a different company. Well, I, I so if they add that. an extra letter or something to our name, well, that's a problem. But if they they put less letters and they don't spell them, well, they they kind of think they're meaning us. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. We got a comment here. Hold on. What, what's, what's that? Uh, if you're still writing checks in 2023, Vincent, we're just having fun. I mean, you do still write checks sometimes, but but it's all online, baby. It's all bill pay, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, people are still in that mental uh, outlook, Vincent, that they think they, you know, they just want to, uh, I don't know if they don't want 2022 to go over, or if maybe they have some things they still want to finish in 2022. And maybe that's the subconscious saying, hey, you're not ready for 2023. There's a lot of stuff you had to do yet. Well, well, again, if you were literally writing checks, you know, uh, still manually, whatever, and you always used to 2022. It takes a minute, actually, to get adjusted to the week and the month. And the software does stuff. it automatically for me. So I think we haven't written checks in several years. We do everything ACH now. Oh, I mean, no I... No more I writing checks. I, it's it's all auto pay. All, all auto pay. We have a, we have our, our landlord we pay, and they don't... They're from, the, they're from the dinosaur ages, so they don't take checks, like electronic checks. So our bank does bill pay. 
And oh. what's great, you click the button, you schedule it, it comes out of the account, it hits them by the date, so you don't pay them early. Uh, listen, I it and it's makes great. Your life, it makes your life a lot simpler when you automate all the stuff. I mean, you do have to check every now and then because you know sometimes things shift, whatever. You want to make sure it's the correct stuff, otherwise, and you always got to test it out the first run. But hey. Anyways, I mean, we're not here talking about banking, <laughs> but it is Happy New Year, and you know what? Happy, happy, healthy, amazing, wonderful, prosperous, abundant 2023 to all of you watching tonight. Yeah, well, and, and Vincent, you're with us today, so Happy New Year to you, man. Yes, Happy um, New Year to you, Vincent. Thank you so much. We do appreciate you. You know, well, well, yeah, go ahead. Before oh, you no, that, I was going to say, yeah. in New Year's, um, a lot of people want to set goals, which we talked about that before. But in order to set goals, you have to first understand what is your principle. What I mean by that is there's different learning modalities. So tonight, one of the ones I want to talk about was Audible. So if you're an Audible learner, then you're going to want to hear things like our podcast. You're going to want to be in discussions. You love spelling bees. You like to play with the sounds and the tonalities. However, some people might not be auditory learners. So they're not being nasty to you. They're just catering to their own preferences. And when they do that, it seems like they're being nasty to you. They're not. They just don't know any better. So sometimes you have to educate them and say, hey, bud, um, I know you may not be an auditory learner, but hey, I am. So could you maybe uh, give me some sounds or can you talk to me a little bit about that? I think it's important in the words you use, you know, is this ringing clear with everyone sound like a bell is start to click or is you starting to get the hum of the, uh, the vibe we're creating here on the show for you to have a great year. I think people are getting it, <laughs> but, but you know what, listen, um, this is, again, we're talking about new year's. We're about a week away from the new year, you know, festivities, but, but really it, it's the whole year. I mean, it's okay. We can catch up to, to the whole thing and, and readjust and reestablish. Doesn't matter. There's, as long as we do, right? As a matter of fact, you know, uh, I just put a quote yesterday and we got to get comfortable being uncomfortable, right? And so. Yes, okay. exactly. We said that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We got to push that envelope just a little bit further each day. Well, it is hard and and sometimes we you know it's just tough to to make a difference to make a shift to make a, an adjustment to adapt to new things and if you look back you probably can see whoever's watching listening right now you know this you've been there before you've probably seen yourself changing you know jobs careers you know places move this that the other uh, relationships whatever it is so therefore and you can learn from that and it, it happens and you you're here today so what happened happened for a reason Year today, and that, that means you can also do it again. This time, you just do it from you know experience and maybe doing better. That's all. But at the end of the day, it can benefit everybody, you know, and that's the bottom line to it. Uh, there are no there are no coincidences in life. There are no coincidences. And how many out there play sports? I mean, I play golf, and we guys play golf. So the first time I played golf hundreds of years ago, I had the club, and I was on uh, JV, couldn't hit the club for nothing. And then I got better at it, and I played varsity only my sophomore year. But you know what happened? I got out of playing golf when I graduated, and I got lazy. See, golf is a sport. It's not like riding a bike where you ride it and it sticks with you. No, no, no. Golf, you got to keep doing it. Or there's somebody says, hey, you're not using it? I'm taking it back. I'm taking it right back. I'm taking it back from you. 
So um, after I graduated college, I couldn't hit the ball to save my life. I kept topping it and all the crazy things. So I got a pro who I've been playing with for a long, long time. And what we do is very interesting. We don't take driving lessons because that's like prolonging golf. That's procrastinating golf. I said, why don't we do playing lessons? I mean, I have to know how to hit the ball first. But when he first started with me, I was topping every ball. Bing, bing, bing. But what he said to me, John, is he said, you know, you got to be uncomfortable. His name's Jason. I said, Jason, what do you mean? He said, John, he says, the way you're holding your club. He says, you're holding the club. You know, he says, we got to change your grip. I said, oh, Jason, I don't know if I do that. I was like, I'm really comfortable. I know, John, you got to just be a little uncomfortable with changing the pinky in the position and now swing. Oh, wow, that's a lot better. Yeah, so it's going to be uncomfortable for a little while. But you know what happens? I have a better golf swing. And my ball goes 250, 300 yards. But it's a little uncomfortable when somebody say, well, you got to hold the club like this. What are you, crazy? What are you, drunk? No, no, no. That's how you have to hold the club. because, And you got to swing all the way through, like not halfway through. So I think being uncomfortable is something in life that we're taught that we shouldn't do because it has pain. We said the only reason they have hospitals is because people want to stay out of pain. They don't want to stay in pleasure. I mean, I wish they'd want to stay in pleasure. But they want to get out of pain, right? Nobody thinks about being proactive. They think about being reactive. And I'm not just talking about health. I'm talking our entire life. Well, we better call somebody because the ceiling's going to collapse. It looks like it's collapsing. We're not going to call them before it's even a problem. We call them when it's a problem. Isn't that the case, HH? It it's is. like we wait till there is a problem. We're reactive. <laughs> instead of instead of proactive we could talk about this with technology uh my dad had been having a challenge for a while he had a lapidectomy a while back he had his two knees done and over the holidays he's still been in pain every time he moves get in the car he's yelling and screaming saying a few uh four-letter choice words and there's nothing we could do for him and so he went to go get a scan done i think it was uh just the other day and he went for the open MRI. Unfortunately, I don't know what MRI he went to. It was open. He said it sounded like they were shooting at him. I said, that shouldn't be. I guess the MRI might have been too old. He said, bang, 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 bang. I said, that shouldn't be how the MRI works, especially not an open MRI. So their solution is to give him something so he can relax. I said, I get it, but I think there might be something wrong with that MRI machine. Like, it's making a bang noise, which is when it's making the the uh, the things. Rotation. Now, the thing about an MRI machine, a lot of people don't understand, is that the MRI machine actually causes us to be in two worlds at one time. Now, you might think I'm completely nuts, but this is truthful. You can be in two ways. The cells can be in two ways, and this only can be done MRI. This is something we talked about, the experiment, things like this. This is actually proving it's true. So we think it might be his hip. He's been a lot of pain, but my point is he's not doing anything until it's a problem, right? We don't think about being proactive to change the roof until the roof has a problem. Computers, people don't think about changing them until it breaks. No, I have a philosophy. Every three, four years, whether the computer, the laptop needs replaced, I replace this on a gun because I know, even though I'm in the industry, the time and effort that I'm going to have when I'm out of it. That's going to be more costly and more aggravating. So I just make sure I don't have a downtime. 
Well, John, we make that mistake with our health too. I mean, some people yes, absolutely. Prevent, preventative checks and, and well, when this visit and stuff, annual stuff, and they wait until even, even, even visiting even visiting the dentist. I talked to my friend. He says, "Oh, you're nuts. You go to a dentist." I said, "Yeah, I go twice a year." He says, "Oh, you're one of those crazy people. You probably <laughs> want people to the floss every day." I said, "Yeah, I floss every day. I brush for two minutes, then I wash, then I do again two minutes with the automatic person. He said, "Let me guess. You you you, you drink that crazy stuff." I said, well, I do the purple stuff. Yeah, he said, that stuff's crazy. And then once a week, I said, I also do the other stuff, which is kind of better for my mouth. He's like, yeah, you're nuts. See, I don't have time for all that stuff. I have a life. But I talked to this guy. And I said, how you doing? He says, oh, I got to go to the dentist. I said, oh, okay, no problem. Clean. He said, no, he's got a root canal. I got this. I got that. I said, well, don't you brush your teeth? He says, you know, John, I'm so busy in life. I don't have time to brush my teeth. Well, you're not making the time to do those root canals and <laughs> drills and, <laughs> and crowns and all that stuff, and it's painful. So, so when you <laughs> take care of your body, you take care of your teeth. And people say you're nuts, you know, that I do the flossing. And if I forget to floss, I'll be like, oh, I, I've gotten times where I've been, I'm like, I got to get up and I got to floss. And I even went to the fact where I used, you know, I had one time I was going to have a cavity. And I said, I bet I can reverse this cavity. And guess what I did? I used uh, raw butter. Everybody in the medical industry thought I was drunk. I was on drugs. I used raw butter for a few months. And the special uh, thing that they give the military, the xylitol, uh, gum. That cavity went away. They thought I was nuts. They, they were like, there's no way. They're like, we never told you to cavity. I'm like, yeah, you did on that too. They're like, no, you must be mistaken. We were probably talking about somebody else. You told me two years ago that this tooth, if I didn't do something... Uh, you're probably confused because we talk to a lot of people. <laughs> so the medical industry doesn't want to admit that holistic stuff works. A lot of it does. Well, no, I wouldn't say everyone, but I think I think there is it is a conflict there. Right? Some. <laughs> you know, because holistic. Is, is, it, is it because they're afraid of losing money? Because I'd pay them for the advice. Or is it because they just don't want to drink the Kool-Aid? I don't think it's they don't want to drink the Kool-Aid because the Kool-Aid is available for everybody. I think it's the fact that they're losing money. So like when I had, you know, we've all had it before. If you, if you have that annoyance in your tooth or here and you want to get it off, and two ways to do it. One, people try to brush it off. That doesn't work. People try to scratch it off. That's a bad thing. Don't do that. It hurts your gums. It also damage them. And so the other thing I did is I found this neat toothpaste. This stuff's amazing. It's called Tartar End. It's like $19 a tooth. I brush with this a couple days a week. A few years later, I'm like, oh, my gosh. The tartar just melted right away. I showed the dentist. They're like, where do you buy that? I said, Amazon. No way. It's not approved by the American Dental. I said, no, it's not approved by the American Dental Association, but it's all natural. Really? I got to write that down. I got to tell my sister. You're in the dental industry as a hygienist, and you're telling me you got to tell your sister. Isn't that interesting? No, well, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of you know holistic stuff or or, or natural, uh, you know, toothpaste, you know, base and stuff that is not you know necessarily FDA approved or or for that matter any any pharmaceutical type of concept. You know, uh, it's it's all natural. You they know, they wanted me to come back for a cleaning because they said we can't just clean one tooth; we got to clean the whole mouth, so it's a whole prophylactic. I said, well, that's a ripoff. Well, John, we have to clean the whole mouth because that, that tooth probably 
contaminate another tooth in the whole mouth. And we got to clean the whole mouth just to make sure everything is safe. I said, all I did was use Tartaren for three days and the problem was solved. I went back to the dentist. Dentist said to me, she says, she says, you know, um, she said, your mouth has never looked better. I said, really? Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, I can, I can give you a lot of, you know, different things that are, that are used worldwide that, that are working. And or alive is another one. I, I bought this toothpaste, which is like a hundred some dollars and it's all made with probiotics. doesn't taste the greatest. It's mud, but I remember taking it a couple times, many, many years ago, got rid of two root canals. It went to the bottom. I just packed the tooth a little bit, a couple of days, bam, it got rid of the infection. So I'm not saying this is for everything, but one of the things I believe, and we're not getting off on the help of our health show sometimes, is that when you, you know, have an issue, if you believe, hey, believe it, Chief, if you believe, you can solve it. Because, see, if the body caused an illness, I believe the body's capable of removing the illness. But Western medicine disagrees with us. Well, you know, not you know, that's it, a, a that's a whole topic that we could have a discussion. I know, in, I know. Uh, we can have hours of that, and we can get guests on. Uh, you know, the merits of of medicine, Western, Eastern, holistic, and all that. And I've had so many shows on the health channel uh, and nutritional channel. I mean, we, we've talked about so many things, and um, there's so many other ideologies. I would say to to help your health and wellness, and not necessarily all modern medicine. Although modern medicine does exist, and Western medicine has its merits. Uh, you know, it's just, it is an industry and, uh, you know, we had a whole show about just what it means because most people think, you know, doctors, unfortunately doctors today, they have, they've changed a little bit over the, the, the decades because of cost, because of the way the business operates and so on and so forth. So they have to actually address Hospi hospitals and, too. They want to yeah. do something, uh, that is X, Y, Z. I mean, I'm perfect proof of this. I don't know if you know, five, six, seven years ago, I broke my tib and fib without any fault of my own, without to getting all the whole story. But my point is, is that they wanted to do surgery on my leg. I said, no. But you know, I healed that leg without surgery. I used bone knit. I had my cast and I was healed in a few months. Well, I said, they said, what are you, a doctor? <laughs> I said, I didn't get my degree yet. It's supposed to be mailed next week. They looked at me. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so sometimes you have to do your own research. But I, I want to sh uh, uh, share a real interesting one with you guys. And that is, uh, can you help me find a parking space? How many of you guys out there are frustrated with parking? Has that ever happened to you guys? You go to a parking lot go to or maybe you're at a game <laughs> and you can't find a spot. Now, of course, you can pray. And, yes, that spot will open up for you. But not everybody prays. But if you do pray... That spot, you can see it, it opens up, and then you just pull right in and you're fine. But a lot of people don't believe in that. So for those people, they're going to be frustrated for their lives. Well, there's something called smart parking management systems. Really what they are is controlled parking. They tell you where you can park, where you can't park. Not only do they tell you, they guide you exactly to where they want you to park because they have sensors. When you pull in, thing goes red, automatically counts down to tell you. When that area has no more spots, well, the arms don't open in that area anymore. And when the garage is full, it says garage full. And you can even pay for it. But what if you were to park your car somewhere on the street? And what if I told you, HH, you have just under five minutes, because at five minutes, if you don't pay for your car, well, these new meters, New Jersey that they installed, will take a picture of your license plate. 
And within moments, you'll get a ticket mailed to you for the violation of parking. So I didn't know that. <laughs> Ouch. Okay. And if you're one of those people that always tries to beat the meter, you know, nobody ever does that. They want to run back. They only want up their cheap. They only want to put a dollar on this. Like, I'm going to keep, I'm going to run back, run back. You're not going to, be able to do that because there's a, there's a time. And when that meter goes out, you have that couple minutes and bam, camera goes off. Ticket's been already sent. And well, it they says do give, violation. They, they give you a grace time, right? So that's What's a couple that? minutes. They, they give you a uh, yeah, so let's say you're supposed to be there at uh, it's supposed to end at one o'clock. There might be a few minute grace time, but yeah, that's so not you, a lot. I mean, again, it is a suppose suppose the, <laughs> there's an issue. Suppose there's traffic. Uh, suppose somebody is in the way. Somebody gets injured, and now you can't get past the ambulance that would normally take you five minutes to walk there. But because of the ambulance, it's going to take you fifteen, and now you're going to miss your grace period by seven minutes. Yeah, but John, you know what they're going to tell you? Oh, it's a smart what? meter. You have an app. You can replenish remotely. <laughs> well, well, you you're a hundred. You're a hundred percent right. <laughs> but the point is, is this going to end frustration or is it going to cause more? And so, what I say to people is, this is causing a lot of challenge, even with the parking garages. What they're saying now is, whether you're in the garage or you're in municipal parking, will help you get that spot so you know which lot to pull to, so you don't drive around wasting time. But what they also do is they make sure that drive, that garage, stays so profitable and so efficient that it handles everything, including violations. Plus, they even handle things like VIP parking, reserve parking, all automatically because their guidance parking system, GPS, will basically navigate you to where you can go and can't go. As soon as you pull out of that spot, it has already deducted the spot and waited for you to pull out of the garage, and then it says that that spot is available. I mean, we're going to see more and more of this. This started a lot in Europe, and um, garages can get on board now for under $10,000. And they can start, yep, and now if you don't have a, um, let's say you have a garage, they can put sensors on top, but if you have an outdoor parking lot, no problem. They have sensors that will go in there if there's snow that are flat. There's sensors that if there's not snow, if the car is over, it automatically detects. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, listen, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a great concept. But but you mentioned something about just uh, the meters and the frustration. Uh, yes. You know, it, it, the meters are, are something we've been dealing with for many, many years. It is a, a revenue generating you know, opportunity for, for a lot of townships. Uh, and you know what? You park, you pay. So <laughs> they don't play games with you. But you're right. I mean, it, it, it gets frustrating. I mean, you have to run. Sometimes you, you need to stick in a little longer. You can't, to your point, you're stuck behind something, somebody. And it, it gets a little painful. I mean, in Jersey, I have to say, you know, it's a little less you know, convoluted than in New York City. But I tell don't you, go to Palisades Park, New Jersey. That's where they are. Oh, well, all right. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's, there's other places where that. that They're not yet. They're the first ones in New Jersey to test it. And they're hoping within three or four months to be rolling them out all over the all over the area. Plus, the cops can still give tickets out manually if they prefer. In oh, yeah, I mean, of course. <laughs> well, again, I mean, a lot of these places are, you know, automated. You put in your thing and it's a, it's a, it's a parking spot number, whatever. And then you go and you can replenish if you want remotely. Gondole, gondole. But now you don't even do that, HH. You don't even put your parking. I was in Ridgewood the other day. Oh. And I was a little bit concerned because one time I had gotten a ticket there. Now, it was through no fault of my own. I parked the car. I put plenty of money in that stupid meter, okay? I had enough money. I probably owned the spot, all right? <laughs> okay. I came out 15 minutes early. 
Okay. And mm -hmm. I probably had another hour and a half on the meter. Do you know what? There was a violation on the meter. I'm like, how? It's impossible. Yeah. Well, there was a malfunction. I went down to the courthouse, filed a whole ticket of complaint because they were summoning me to court in a few weeks. I said, I'm going to be on vacation. I can't. Oh, no problem, Mr. Morley. We'll go ahead and we'll reschedule the court date. A court date? I mean, this is insane. Well, you could just pay the ticket. Why would I want to pay the $20 plus the $60? No, the, the $20 plus the, the $45 violation. And you already well, if you don't want to come to court. I, I don't think I should have to pay it. Well, then you have to pay it or you have to come to court. So I get a letter about, um, I'd say maybe, because they said they're going to put it off a month. Mm -hmm. About two weeks after I leave, not even thinking about it, I get a letter in the mail. It says, Dear Mr. Morley, we regret to inform, like, oh, no. They said we regret to inform you. You know what that means, right? <laughs> we regret to inform you that we've done an inspection of meter at such and such lot. And unfortunately, it has been found to be defective, and therefore the case is being dropped. What do you mean, unfortunately? I'm like, I I'm missing something here. How is it unfortunate if it's to my benefit? It should have been like, dear Mr. Morley, we've checked out the meter, and we're, we're happy to inform you that the case has been dropped. Not we regret to inform you. Why the hell would you regret to inform me? And not only that, they had multiple issues with that meter and that company. I went back there for another day. I couldn't put money in the machine. So I called the cops. I said, what do I do? Oh, just because you can't put money in the machine doesn't mean you're clear. Well, what do I have to do? Oh, you got to download the app. I said, I don't want to download the app. Well, that's the only way you can pay. So that's a lousy thing. Yeah, if you don't download the app, you're going to get a ticket. So, but what I'd like to see if they really care about the people, HH, why don't you send me an alert? Hey, John, your car is about to expire in five minutes. Would you <laughs> like us to order renew your parking for another 30 minutes? Yes. I actually, some apps do that. I have, I've, I think uh, the one from Pennsylvania, Philadelphia has something like that. You get a notification. I think even New York They has care. That. These people don't. <laughs> oh, I, again, I, I don't know. Or have an option that if I don't respond, automatically refill my meter. I'd easily pay 2 or $3 than paying a $45 parking ticket. Well, again, to your point, I mean, you know, like EasyPass does that, right? You, you, it's automatically replenished when you reach that that threshold, right? But as but long remember, as you have a card on file, I have a relative of mine that never wants to give him the card, but you know what she does? She runs it right to the limit. So now it's like it yeah, says it never, yeah. low, and then all of a sudden low, and next time it says call center, mm -hmm. which is fine. But then she goes through a second time, it says call and center, and now it snaps. She's got a violation. So now a week or two later, she's getting these things from on the following date. Your car was spotted. Spotted where? A union touches such toll plaza. And the following thing at $100, like, 100 for what? I was going to no, no. All you have to do is just dispute it. What do you mean dispute? I, 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 I said, no, you didn't have enough money. I have plenty of money. You didn't have enough money in your Easy Pass account. Well, why? Well, because you didn't fill it. You need to have it on auto replay. Oh, I don't want to do that. Well, then you're going to have to deal with this. Oh, the heck with that. So now she decided to keep her card on file. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. So it's auto Because that's annoying. That, that's annoying. They, they do remove the fine and the penalty as long as you're in good standing. Well, as long as it's your vehicle and then you you just, you know, it's just one violation. I mean, but remember, John, I mean, at the end of the day, let's be real. Right? I mean, we're we trying to be optimistic here. But at the end of the day, there is no money in paying the parking. There's more money in paying fines for the parking. So if you if you are, you know, I guess not paying attention, it costs you. And that's it. So. 
you are motivated right now and you have an incentive to make it properly to that meter and do what you have to do and get it done. Otherwise, it's going to cost you. It's going to be a very expensive parking. You might as well park in the parking lot. Absolutely. And some of these garages you go into now, you can buy a pass. So when you go in, but here's the thing that I thought was really cool. So I went to Ridgewood. I was telling the story. They changed their system. Now, I was a little leery about Ridgewood already because I had almost gotten a ticket and I don't trust them. And I'm just very leery with their meters. So um, I noticed they have all new meters. I said, oh, no. What is this now? <laughs> here's, a, here's a location number. Here's my car. So I figured I'm going to put the location number in the meter. But I'm like, wait a minute. Every spot has the same location number. I said, something's wrong here. How can all these spots have the same number? Something's wrong. So they I go to the meter. Zone, I think. Yeah. And it asked me to punch in my license plate. And what they do mm -hmm. is they scan it. And as long as my license plate is one of the ones there, when the cop comes by, they can automatically tell if I've paid the meter. Yeah, they have so many. I mean, I, I've, I've seen them in Connecticut. I've seen them in Pennsylvania. So, so, so Florida, every state has different system. We're using a different area a carrier, I guess, for whatever services they, they provide. And their systems are just different. And uh, yeah, I mean, you, the thing is you have to adapt that every time. And you have to look and you got to keep reading. Otherwise, you make a mistake. Oops, you you got to make sure you know what the heck it is. And a lot of these meters, you have to pay their minimum. You know, one time I was there and I only needed to pay... 30 minutes so all i did was put a quarter in but it doesn't tell you you can only pay a quarter it says put a dollar in so i said i'm just gonna put a quarter in didn't mm. say i could put a quarter in but i did and i just paid for 30 minutes see they don't think it's kind of like i don't know it, it's like this uh misnomer they don't share the truth so the reason i'm sharing this to you is that Do you, you might you. think the parking in a garage is very easy which it is now, parking on the street is more of a pain in the butt because now you have to have sensors not on the top. you got to have them on the bottom of you. But how do you keep track of what's going on in the parking lot outside? Because it's a, it's a mess. It's a disaster. Well, now they have cameras, and the camera will actually keep real-time checking of your car. The camera can even notify the attendants if your car is in an unauthorized area and alert management to send a tow truck. So I get that they're trying to make things easier. I get it, okay? My concern is, are they really making things easier or are they costing people more money? Because, you know, you go to New York and you go to park. How much does it cost? Oh, I don't know. You see the sign when you come in, like $20 an hour, $4 an hour, $6 an hour. It's like it's all on the sign. Why oh, do you see the sign? Yeah, it, 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 it's going to be like at least $60. For how much? I don't know. You got to go walk up the signs up there. You don't know how much you charge an hour? No, man. I, I just work here. <laughs> What's that? I, I just work here. I just I know that it's something like five, ten, or twenty dollars now. Well, that's a big difference. Five, ten. When you walk out, man, you just look over there and you look on your ticket, and it'll tell you how much. And when you come back, you scan it. It'll tell you how much you have to pay. Well, listen, John. I mean, uh, there's <laughs> there's there's so much out there. It's uh, some people are doing righteous stuff. Some people are doing a little shady stuff, and it is all for the money. And uh, it's buyer beware, as they say, right? If you're aware, they're of trying to make these garages and lots very efficient. At a price tag between four thousand and over ten thousand for a lot, you can see how that can pay off very easily. And you don't need to have staff there. You just need machines. Maybe you need one guy there to go and check something if something goes wrong. You don't need anybody. 
Well, that, that could be an issue. I mean, from an employment perspective, that means people are going to... The garage it. runs itself. It has one uh, maintenance guy to check the gates, and that's it, and you're good. Well, but try you know getting what? in that car, and you don't have a credit card, and you want to pay cash. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm... You have to pay cash at the, at the thing back there. Oh, 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 so here's the thing. You're going to park. There's no attendant. You go to, I'm, to, to, to stores now. It's just, you know, it, it scans you, and you pick the stuff, and you walk away. That's it. That's it. We're not gonna have jobs, man. <laughs> I, I don't like. I don't like that. I mean, I went to one of those uh, automated stores one time, and I picked all these different things. And I put them back. You know, I walked out of the store. I had a complaint with them because I wound up getting one thing of water. I wound up getting charged for fifteen dollars of other crap. I put them back, but apparently it didn't get back in the sensor right, so I still got charged for it. So I had to complain. As soon as I right, walked listen. out, I was charged. I said, it's not my fault that the darn box didn't go back in the sensor the way it was supposed to. So those stores are, they're getting better, but they're not where they used to be. Well, you know, they, they could I mean, be, they got to be a lot better. But it's all fairly new tech. And, and so there are sensors. It's new down. tech. It's... And I think we're a few years away from it being reliable tech. They now even want to roll it out. So people that are 21 or older, they can buy alcohol. So it'll validate you to make sure you are 21 or older. And if your pass is not, we're not going to let you into the gate area where the alcohol is. It'll check your ID when you come in, when you scan. And if your account's not for 21 or older, it's, it's going to not allow you to get alcohol. Oops, no more fake IDs. <laughs> well, it's checking your Amazon account to see if you are indeed the age you say you are. Yeah, but I mean, nobody's verifying that when you actually open an Amazon account. So, hey, I don't know. It's uh... No, they're, 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 so in order to purchase, um, uh, let's say, uh, liquor, mm. you have to have a verified age on the account. They'll either require your license or some other nonsense, which we all know they're going to extort that. So I, I just don't trust what people are doing with this information. The only company I really trust, and I don't trust a lot of the security companies, I trust... Um, company called clear you ever heard of clear yeah so clear is great get the airport it actually works and they don't sell your information or give it to anybody else you just look at your eyes you're in and you're done you get under 200 bucks a year you get the best 200 a year you'll ever spend a lot of people give you all kinds of faces and fingers because how did you get ahead of the line well, I paid two hundred bucks for the year. Oh, I oh, would have paid yeah. two hundred dollars. Well, they have they have so many options. I mean, you got global entry, you have TSA pre-check, you have the, the clear. Right, I mean, right. They, they have lots of different. I like the clear because clear just gets you through to the line quickly. TSA pre-check is another one, but every time you fly pre-check and let people know this, they run a credit check on you. Every time you get on the plane, they run a check to see what you purchased. What? They look to see what you purchased in the last twenty-four hours. I think it will be very interested in hearing about this. What do you mean they have they run a free check on your credit? Right. What, what so you before you get on the plane, let's say I'm flying tomorrow at 6 a.m., okay? Yeah. They're going to run a check on me probably around, I don't know, 10 o'clock tonight. And they're going to check all my cards to see if I didn't purchase anything that could possibly be considered banned. They want to make sure that I didn't purchase anything. If I did purchase something... They're going to be checking extra, especially when I get to the airport, to make sure I didn't bring that contraband to the airport. 
Okay, that's interesting. So that's what TSA PreCheck does. Uh, they're running your check on that. I am also not a fan of going through those uh, millimeter wave devices. I think they're bad for our health. So oh, I go through a pat down all the time. I don't like that. They're very bad. Being an engineer, <laughs> millimeter wave technology is not good for our human cells. It isn't. Uh, bro, we're, we're sitting from the computer and a bunch of, you know. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, 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 I get that, but that's a concentrated Okay, it's like sitting in a microwave oven. You wouldn't do that, right? No. So oh, that's <laughs> why it is your right as a U.S. citizen to opt out. So when I go there, I just politely exercise my right. Male, opt out. Oh, okay, you want to opt out? I want to opt out. I'm exercising my right to opt out. Okay, sir, no problem. And they're surprised, first of all, that I know this. They're also supposed to make it public knowledge that if you want to opt out, they don't do that anymore. Have a sign. If you want to no, opt out, do. let they us do. know. They do. they do have one. They do have some. I don't see I've sign. Seen a, I've seen it at a couple of airports where it's on the side. I mean, you got to read it kind of. You got to read it and you got to really be squinted. Yeah, it's not anywhere like close. Like they say, but I'm, they say all these things. They don't say, and, and as you're in line, if you'd like to opt out, they don't say that. Just make sure you don't have this, don't have a gun, don't have this. And please, and no threats and no verbal, no physical. They got very serious with that. Well, they have uh, a sign that says exactly that. Now, if you get excited with any of those agents, like you go to jail. So they, they made that clear now, I think seven years or something that they put out. I, 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 I mean, you're allowed to challenge things. It's just you can't threaten them physically or verbally. Well, I, I can I say that. to you, look, I don't want you touching my sunglasses because they're 300 some dollars. And every time I come here, someone steals them. Oh, oh, oh OK, no problem. You have to be polite with them. That, that's the whole thing. And every time I've gone through, they're always very nice. In fact, when I tell them, like, oh, no, you're, dude, you're allowed to hold your sunglasses. You can hold them. You can actually hold your sunglasses. What do you got? I've, in there? I've like, seen that happen. I've seen that. Yeah, you can keep them in your hand, whatever. But before, they were all like, when I bring all this expensive recording equipment, because, you know, I travel with it, what have you got? And you can't even joke. Like, what you think you're going to say, you don't dare say that. You say, I've got recording equipment. Oh, okay. Well, and be careful with that because that's worth X. Like, and then, and then when you tell them that, they don't like. They don't even want to touch it. Like, they like a little for like that microphone you just played with. That's that that microphone's X. Like, oh geez, yeah, I, I don't want to touch that. I, I don't want to touch any of this stuff. Well, just kind of like being very careful. Well, I, I have to say, I mean, not. I mean, there are just some nice ones, you know, and they, yes, very, absolutely, very, very very charismatic, and they do the job. They're serious about the job, which we want. But they're, to but do they're that. polite. They're polite. Yeah, exactly. They're polite. They're respectful. But there are some people with some, you know, nasty attitude that you come. They they need an attitude adjustment. Yeah, some some definitely do, and you know it's okay. Like I said, you don't have to argue with them. You can just you know there are reporting mechanics, you know, mechanisms that you can use, and you know. And um, you and if you feel something's out of whack, you politely go to security. And say you know what, I think I was discriminated against. I think this procedure was uh, not as as it was supposed to be done. I just like to make this witness on file. And there's nothing wrong with that. They want that. In fact, now what they do, which I think is great, because they were having a lot of problems with pat-downs. So now what they do is they have somebody watching. They call them a trainer, but really it's somebody that's always watching that person to make sure that there's a witness. There's cameras, but now you got a witness of them yes. doing it and also witnessing that, but also me. Is everything okay, sir? Is that everything all right? Everything's fine. Okay. You know he's gonna do this. Yeah, I know it's fine. Yep. Any questions, sir? No, I'm fine. Okay, great. You can consider. And so they've changed that because I think they've almost gotten sued a few times. Well, they so actually, I think they're trying. 
they even explain to you, this is what I'm going to yes. do. I'm going to touch you this. And yeah, exactly. And I said, I said, I said, I said, I know the procedure. Oh, we have to tell you every time. I said, can yeah. I just give you a card that says I already know the procedure? Like I do this every month or two. He's like, no, no, sir. We have to tell you. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah, you're going to do this. And I can, yep, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, in some airports, I mean, like in Newark, I mean, they have also the, uh, the, the canine units. They, they walk you through them. So the yep. canine Well, when you do clear, when you do clear, you don't have they to, do yes. it. A Totally different way. Yeah. If you're clear, they only do a half check. If you're non-clear, the canines come around you twice. So it's clear they just do one pass. If you're not clear, they come here, they come back, they come forth. So they do a little more checking if you're not a clear passenger. No, actually, at Newark uh, recently, uh, what I saw is that they, they have this thing. So you go and chew people, so just chew people at a time. And yep. the the officer and the canine basically what they do they just cross cross in front of you once yep and then you pass and then that's it you know that's how they do it if if the dog you know smells anything funny or feels that there's something then he just kind of stands up or something he yeah, just, they, yeah. it stops at you and then move to the side and then but I, you know again I haven't seen anybody of that nature but but literally I mean that's what they do people just go boom boom I mean you'll be really st stupid <laughs> go do something there because. That you're not going to be able to make it through that stuff. But I'll tell you. I remember that. leaving on the airport. I haven't left there for a while. It's down in South Jersey, the Atlantic City Airport. Uh -huh. And tell me if this wouldn't freak you out. So you're leaving the airport, right? And you're okay with dogs and stuff. So now you walk through this crowd control system. Now they lied to you about what it is. It's not a crowd control system. See, I don't like when government or anybody lies to you. So you go into this device, okay? Mm. Closes the doors for about maybe five seconds and then it opens the doors they call it a crowd control it's not do you know what it's doing scanning you like i don't know yes it's 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 sniffing you okay and if there's anything <laughs> that's on your person carson etc drugs etc then the door will not open so whenever <laughs> i would go there I would always go myself. Somebody else would like go. We'd all we don't want to be in there with anybody else because if you're in there with somebody else and there's a problem, then you're not getting out. Well, I can tell you, I can tell you one thing that that this is you know for anyone that is a Second Amendment you know person, if you actually go to the range or you you practice your shooting somewhere and whatever you you know you take your firearm and whatever. That residual stuff that that stays in your you know fingers, um, it will actually flag at the airport. So, it's it's exactly what what you know being one of the things that they review. So so if you're gonna do that, you might as well not travel right away because that's not gonna be a good. You gotta thing. give it a few days. I remember even taking something from my face, which is a simple cream or something, and when I went there, it caused all kinds of bells. And they said, "What what's this?" I said, "Well, I had this 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 lotion. I used, what's it made of?" And I told him. Oh, that's what that is. I said, yeah, it's made for this. It was a prescription. She's like, okay, yep, that's what caused the flag. And it yeah, was, yeah. You, know, you know, and it was nothing bad, but what triggered it? Because I said, why do you care so much about this? Because it's just a thing for my face. Well, to be honest with you, this is actually the same stuff they use when people are making these devices. I said, oh, yeah, this is how they yeah, pack I mean, it in this. Come, I didn't know come, that. Come, they said this is how they right. this is how they charge it using this kind of a this kind of a chemical. I said, oh. Well, again, I mean, listen, I, we respect what they're doing. I mean, we want that safety, but at the same time, you absolutely to be aware. You know, I, think wanna, I think we just want to. I think we just want to know. I'm happy they're doing it, but I think we just want to know uh, what it is. Uh, 
you know, that they're doing. That's all. I think that's, that's a, a, an important thing. But I will tell you that traveling, I do feel a lot safer now. Um, even when I go through, you know, they're nice to be able to say, thank you. Thank you much for your service. Appreciate your help. Have a good day. Um, but you get some people that, you know, I feel like they should go back to kindergarten. And I said to the one guard, I said, I said, when do you run remedial classes? You probably should give some of those passes out to feel the people in the line. I don't know if they understand how to go through this properly. And they just laugh because like, I'm like, they don't understand that in order to get through this properly, they need to be polite. Like, I remember I was in line one time. The ladies give me a hard time. And she's like, well, you better move. Blah, blah, blah. And, 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 and the lady, ladies comes up to her and she says, uh, look, uh, you either going to uh, look, uh, you got you better pipe down. Well, I need to get on my flight. Blah, 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 blah. I, I did it. And she's getting all nasty. And uh, he's, look, you need to pipe down or I'm going to tell you to take your crap and you're going to go to back. OK, OK, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Just, just a little upset. OK, OK. You better pipe down. Well, you know, you know what? Well, you're right. I mean, listen, I think I think we're going to continue with this show in this this bad here. But but here's the thing. You're right. Uh, it, it's it's amazing. But people have to realize something. You're going to the airport. You know, uh, there is a major security issue that you need to be always addressed. Yeah. And the yep. world is, is crazy as we know it. So, you know yep. what? You're in Rome. Do as the Romans do. They tell you go X, Y, Z. If you don't if you don't agree to the system, don't fly. That's it. I mean, same thing. You go to an air like you go on an airplane. Right. And you start arguing. You know they're gonna take you out. <laughs> you you come in. Well, like, there, there, there's one thing. Yeah. There's one thing to have a question or challenge something in a polite manner, but there's another to be abusive. Um, well, that's the thing. You know. People get get a little aggressive. They get you know rowdy. They start you know moving and you know making too much noise. Okay, well you know FFA rules, FAA rules. Let's go. Let's L- like that up. guy on like the guy. What's the guy who used to work for the CIA? Uh, with Jack, remember he did all the 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 um, uh, the polygraph tests. Uh, if you remember the guy from from um, the movie, the Circle of Trust. Do you remember the movie? Oh Jack? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 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 uh, he's a, he's a, he's a, you you were you weren't a gardener, you know, Jack. I wasn't. What were you? Work for the CIA. Okay, no more questions. I asked the questions, and then one time he's there, and he. Gave him a truth serum. I was like, I don't think I want to be part of this family. <laughs> Just so they're a little nuts. <laughs> well, but, but again, but he was it. on the plane, and something about da, 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 and they took him off the plane, and he gets to this place, and then Jack's here, and he's like, "What is it that you said you did? You don't work for a, a, a gardener, did you? No, Jack, I work for CIA. What, 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 what are you doing here?" Did you do this? I did. Now, now, just just answer my questions. You, you, you did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, just answer me. You, you do love my daughter. Frankly, I don't know if I want anything to do with your daughter. Okay, okay, okay. Um, if I was to lighten up uh, a little bit, would you be okay with my daughter? A little bit? You'd have to lighten up Jack a lot. Okay. If I was to lighten up a lot, um. Would you be okay with my daughter? I guess. Okay, then Maggie gets him out of this whole thing. It was just a riot how he caused this whole thing to happen at the airport. And he happens to be the one. He's like, he never expected to see him there. He's like, I, I got him. This is a special case. I, I'm going to take care of this one. And, and, and you just have to laugh 
but, you know, the airport is very serious, obviously, and you have to respect what they're doing. But in any kind of uh, security, uh, I was just talking with somebody today. I can't give you the exact particulars, but this was a, a lady who reached out to me because, by the way, if you guys know, January is National Stalking Awareness Month. And uh, she saw one of my articles that I wrote about uh, imagine getting an Apple AirTag. Everybody know the Apple AirTags? Okay. Did you know that the Apple AirTag has been used to stalk thousands of people illegally? No clue. Never heard of that. The Apple AirTag, you know what the Apple AirTag is? Let you track keys, wallet, car, boat. It's not supposed to be used to track people. <laughs> people were using this, putting it oh, on yeah, people. Yeah. And then now they had an option that if the owner who owns the tag gets separated from it and it travels more than a certain period of time, it starts beeping. It also, with the new update, alerts the nearest iPhones, letting you know that you're being that that that, that um, AirTag is now traveling with you and it's unidentified. So I told people how to go in and deactivate an AirTag. You locate the AirTag. The phone can't deactivate it, unfortunately. You find the AirTag. You don't turn it clockwise. You turn it counterclockwise. Pull the tub. Pull it up. Battery's out. And now that thing can't be tracked anymore. All the data is still stored. But I bring this to your attention because a lot of people on the survey that I had, 982 people read the survey. 50 people answered the question. 50 out of 982. That's low odds, isn't it? So I had the question, Did you do you know that happened, not happened, or do you just not care? Do you know 18% of the people that voted said, I don't care? I said, I'm not here to pick anybody out, but those of you here that said you don't care are actually the ones that are next, next likely to get stalked. The people that don't know. The lady I was talking to today, trying to help her, her husband had, her ex-husband had filed a trademark in her name. And so every time she tried to do stuff, it caused a problem, but it was her name. So I think people don't realize how important your PI is and your PHI. So what am I talking about? Your personal health information and your personal information. What is that? Your full name, your address, uh, your phone number, your social security number, your passport number, any number that identifies you as you. And if that gets into the wrong hands, that can easily be used to steal your identity. The average cost of restoring somebody's identity, do you guys know what that is? What do you think the cost is to fix an average stolen identity today? There are thousands of dollars. Keep going. One to two million. Ooh, <laughs> that, that hurts. <laughs> Just hearing about it hurts. <laughs> Ouch. Okay. So, but my warning to everyone is not to name names of companies, but be careful who you're using. There's one company out there that was known very, very big. I'm not going to mention the name. The guy was on a truck. He said, you can use my social security number. That's how well I trust it. The company was great when he was doing that. Then a big company, I'm not going to mention their name, bought them out. They also sell antivirus software. 
And then something interesting happened. This company, publicly traded, outsourced the whole intelligence and call center for the tracking network for your identity out to another country. And when you call them, they spend more time trying to validate you. Okay, sir, I'd be happy to help you with that one. Uh, can you just confirm your name and your password? I'm not giving you my password. Okay, sir, I can't help you. Well, I'm not going to give you my password. No. No. Well, what's your account number? I'm not going to give you my account number. You're supposed to know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, okay, well, what, 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 what is your this? Way? And so, so now you see where this is going. And so now you're trying to help. I'm calling because I got an alert. Okay, I need to get your account so I can value. You just called me. I show you called me. No, you just called my number. What's your number? I'm not going to tell you. Don't you see the number? Oh, my screen's not working. I can't see the number. <laughs> and you have to laugh. And this made me. Again, I'm not going to mention the company. Throw these people out. They were charging customers anywhere from $139 to $350 a year for this blank protection. I went with a smaller company. It's only $8.95 a month. And here's the best part. Their call center is the United States. Thank you for calling XYZ Corporation. This is Linda speaking. Am I speaking with Mr. You are? Great. I do see your accounts been verified. Thank you for calling with a number. Um, I just like to ask you, are you calling regarding the release of an alert? Yes. Great. Can you give me the alert number that we sent you? Yes. Is it this number? Yes, it is. Great. Thank you for confirming uh, your information and the alert. How can I help you? Um, I just want to know what happened. Uh, well, it seems that someone tried to open up a Macy's charge card um, in your name. Was that you in um, Los Angeles, California? No, ma'am. I'm in New Jersey. Okay, then All right, we're going to go ahead and put a block on that. Is there anything else I can do for you tonight? No, thank you so much. Have a great night. So that's how it's supposed to work. When you call this other rinky dink coming, okay, I'm calling because of my card. Uh-huh. And, and what's wrong with the card? Someone's trying to open an account. You want to open an account? No, 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 no. I think somebody's opening an account in my name. In your name? In my name. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of account? It doesn't matter what kind of account it is. They're opening the account in my name. Okay, maybe you should call the store. No, no, I'm calling you people because you're supposed to be watching it. Uh-huh. Uh, what plan do you have with us? I don't know. I have the, the full plan. I don't show you have the plan that covers that. I have the deluxe plan. Uh-huh. Can you hold just one, two to four minutes? I'm going to get someone to help you because I'm new in this department. Now, I can't make this up. And this is why this company is now extorting people for antivirus service that doesn't even work. And they're ripping you off with this identity protection service that keeps going up every year. I got a bill four months ago for $475 telling me that if I don't pay it, my identity will be stolen. I called them up. I said, what happened to the 99 dollars Oh, that was an introductory plan. What about the 149 Oh, okay. Well, this is with this and with this service. I don't want any of the other crap. Okay, let me give you to our, our, um, our what do they call it? our retention department. I don't want your retention department. I just want to close my account. Okay, let me give you a website and you could chat with someone. So <laughs> this gets frustrating, right? Whether it's medical, whether it's health, what's our Danny, but you've got to be diligent in who you choose to give your information to. If you don't, you're going to pay. And I don't mean in money. I mean in time and aggravation and then money. 
but you're going to pay so much. And the fact that a company that was so reasonable and was so reputable, they can go down like that. This was a U.S.-based company. Then another U.S.-based company bought them out. And then it got too much for them. And then they subbed that whole thing out to another country. And you suddenly wonder why your identity might be stolen. Because somebody clicked the wrong button. Well, we I, laugh. I well, no, I mean, this is serious stuff. And I mean, I yeah. think it's big. I mean, PHI, PI, it's all important. And we all have to be careful how we store information. Who do we share with? And you're right. I mean, unfortunately, you know, a lot of these sites, you know, they do kind of share your information. Well, but some of it, I guess, depends what you have in there. But again, you have to be aware. I think buyer beware, due diligence, you know, these are terms that we need to always be ahead of. And uh you know, kind of operate, you know, within, and that's it. But, but you know, it's funny you talked about overseas, but uh, we were talking about airport security and, and you know, and how important that is and, and how the scrutiny goes here in the States. But I can tell you, when you fly overseas, coming into the States, trust me, it's triple the amount of security you have to go through. I know. You know, any flight to the U.S. Uh, is, is usually on its own terminal. They have their own system. There's like three layers of security. You go like through multiple levels before and after and between, you know, before you get into a plane. Uh, it, it's just, you know, and I've, 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 I've experienced that in a lot of countries, not just one, not two, and different parts of the world. So not in, you know, in, whether in Europe, Asia, Africa, I've been to those uh, destinations and they all actually have very difficult process to get in, you know, uh, when you're flying back to the States. Uh, for due, you know, reasons. Obviously, we have to make sure that whoever's sure, getting sure. into that plane is is solid. And so it's very difficult. But but you know what? Um, it is important. Safety first, and uh, it keeps us all flying, you know, nicely happy. And and you know, all our loved ones are you know in good hands. And that's it. But but you're right. I mean, again, uh, today's you know show we we went completely off. <laughs> on, I have on one more we, topic that's yeah. important before we wrap. But I think it's important to tie up the social security thing. We've talked about NDA, non-disclosure agreements, but that's not what I'm talking about tonight. I'm talking about NDAA. Does everybody know what that is? NDAA stands for the National Defense Authorization Act. That's a mouth load. But why am I going there? Okay. A lot of people think, gee, I'm going to get a camera system. I'm going to get a security system. But I'm cheap. I mean, I'm just going to buy whatever I can get at uh, whatever stores. And I don't care. I don't need the latest and greatest. I just want something that the Chinese or other companies make, and I want the cheapest crap I can buy. That's what that's what they say. Well, the NDAA, okay, like I just explained to you guys, uh, is very very serious business. The National Defense uh, National Defense Authorization Act is a set of federal laws passed every year by Congress to lay out the annual budget for the U.S. Department of Defense. And if something is not NDAA compliant, you know what that means? You can't use it in a school or any government or any facility that does work for a school or a government. And just to tell you so that you guys are aware, um, the ones that you should stay away from are Huawei, H-U-A-W-E-I Technologies, ZTE, Hytra Communications, Hangzhou Hike Vision. And Dakua Technologies. Now, Hike Vision has been known to be one of the major players for CCTV cameras. And mm -hmm. you can get them dirt cheap all over the place. But what you don't know about Hike Vision, this is why they were yanked, 
they actually have bugs in their devices. Now, they, let's say that there's no listening devices in the camera because you don't want that. They still have one in there. And they can track and they have a backdoor. In. in fact, they have a website. You can just go download a free program, put the serial number in, and bam, you're in anybody's Hike Vision CCD camera system. Ouch. Ouch. So hey, I'm not doing anything wrong. So hey. Yeah, no, no, no. no but I'm just <laughs> saying, you guys, when you want to buy, buy US. Okay. Axis, other camera systems. Don't go for what's cheap. And if you really want to look, look to see if your camera system is on or not on the NDAA. If it's not on the NDAA, that means that, that, that that's a good thing. But if it is on the NDAA saying you can't buy it, that's a problem. And chances are, if you're buying something and it's overseas, well, that could be a big problem because let's face it, these companies have been in trouble for trying to steal secrets from us for a long time. I'm talking about schools cafeterias, government agencies. In fact, the whole Hawaii uh, technologies were forbidden in federal buildings years ago. If you went into a courthouse or a federal building with a Hawaii uh, phone, excuse me, sir, can you leave your Hawaii phone here at the, at the gate? You can take it when you come out because they didn't trust them. Trust is the most important thing for you and for the technology you choose to employ. Remember, technology is not good or bad. It's how we as individuals, as companies, as organizations choose to utilize it. Well, it's like a lot of things. I mean, it's always about the user. <laughs> the user and the abuser, right? So, so that's the, the user and the abuser, and they're always about the money. So we have to be careful about that. Yeah, listen, I mean, uh, I thank you for bringing the whole thing about the, the awareness and the stalking. And we've, we've my pleasure, we've gotten to security. I mean, that's that's important to all of us. I, mean, I thought it was important. It, it is, <laughs> as always, you know, it always brings some some very important stuff. And uh, we want that actually for our audiences. And hopefully, you know, people can take you know, that information, at least be aware, maybe, you know, someone that did not know, uh, you know, or has somebody else that might need to be aware of this, you know, you can share that information. Hopefully you can save their life. You can save the information. You can save them a heartache, you know, and, you know, uh, and if, and if you're using a parking system that is on the NDAA's no, no list, I wouldn't park there. So if you go to a parking lot and it seems like, I don't know, they might be a little out of the whack, take a look and see what parking system they're using and see if the NDAA has banned that from federal funding. If they have, you probably don't want to be putting your credit card in it. John, how do people, where do they uh, check? Great question. So you can just Google the NDAA and you can just Google NDAA and uh, equipment. And every single year they have new, uh, you can just type NDAA compliance. And every year, in fact, in 2020, they'll release what, they, what was going to be stopped very soon for 2022. Every year they update it. Because that controls what funding can be spent. Okay. Obviously, they don't want stuff that's going to cause a problem, right? You wouldn't want stuff in a, in, a, in a jail or in a school or in a government institution. Or if you're even a company that does work for those facilities, like a contractor, you definitely don't want that in your facility either. Well, uh, that's that's the way to go. That's the way we can find it. And folks, I mean, you listen, you're watching. I mean, this is important. Uh, take a note to it, you know, and just uh, keep that on your favorites and you never know. Just 
check before you go. That's it. I mean, it's as simple as that. And hopefully you can make a difference in your life and somebody else's life. But stay, well, stay yeah. away from hike fishing because there's so many vendors and contractors saying, oh, I'll put a camera system in you for just under $1,000. And they're putting a system in that might be putting you, your family, and your business at risk. We don't want that. <laughs> no, sorry. All right, John. So I think we came out. We're at the end of the show here. I think and we're at our top of the hour with a few minutes to to be over. Actually, yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, time flies. We're having fun, and you know, we we want to talk about accountability and other things. But it, you know, it took its own. And by the way, this is what you get with Double Impact. You know, we start the conversation, and it evolves, and we'll get it there at the end of the hour. And there's something that we're going to learn, and uh, you know. John is, is unique about that, and he's going to give you something new every day. So uh, please look out for those those shows on uh, every Monday's live, and then their replays, you know, are pretty much all over the place. So uh, Instagram. We're, we're, we're all over the place, and if you want even more content than the great content we have here, check out BelieveMeAchieve.com because I push all kinds of content, National Daily Day, and my brand-new radio show, Inspirations for Your Life, Drive Time Chicago, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Tuesday and Thursdays in the late afternoon all right there you have it any last word? all right everyone don't want to say goodbye but we need to say goodbye we wish you a great week and remember keep those goals in front of you make those desires become reality by scheduling them today and take active steps each day to make them become your reality it is still the new year. It's just the first week of the month or the second week of the month and uh, plenty of uh, time to go ahead and to make the difference and change things. So there you have it, John. Thank you for reminding us of all that. And uh, that my pleasure. Uh, I'm Hurricane Age. And I'm, and I'm John C. Morley. And together we make up Double oh, Impact. That's and it. it's always our pleasure. We hope to see you again on another show real soon. Talk soon. See you next week. And you know what? Do interact with us because now you have the ability to call us. You know, you have the ability to chat. And you know what? This is not about us. This is about the discussion. So if you have a topic, let's just talk about it. And, you know, we'll just give you our opinion. So we'll talk soon. See you next Monday. See you everyone. Bye. Everyone. Have a good week.